What up, homies? Walk and talk number 72. <clears throat> I got another question, and I'm pretty stacked up, and I love it. Keep the questions coming. Today's questions, there's actually two of them, and they're really stuff that I haven't covered um, yet. It's so I'm going to give you my honest, raw opinions of them. In order to do that, I got to read it. So um, it comes from Courtney, and I'm, I'm not outside walking today. I had to drop my son off at basketball camp, so little driving and podcasting but um key her first question is keywords i've used keywords suggested by tubebuddy vidiq do i need to pick keywords uh by the words that i spoke in the video or just the topic you know example of spoken content here in irmo area we have about x you know things to do convenient place do i need to cater to the words used like convenient places in irmo anyways i i get the question basically are are we trying to use keywords of exactly what we talked about in the video? Yes and no. This is one of the topics that gets completely just blown out of the water and can have people just not even shooting content because they're trying to live and die by these keywords. Now, I remember early on going through this in keywords and uh, you know keyword research tools. I lived by them. Like I had to have these perfect rankings, you know, especially once I debunked, not debunked, but you know, um, early on, especially when Karen was, Karen Carr was teaching keywords everywhere. Um, and then I started understanding, you know, it wasn't really pulling information from YouTube. It was pulling it from Google. And then before TubeBuddy was even a thing, TubeBuddy actually, actually used to suck ass. And there was um, a, a way better tool uh, called Morning Fame. That's really kind of when I started my my venture into the YouTube keywords. And what it did is it, it pulled data straight from YouTube, meaning titles, keywords, and then it gave you this like green check system. So that's what I really started leveraging to figure out what video titles to shoot, which ones didn't have as much competition. Yeah, TubeBuddy did not have this early on. And it was very raw. And then TubeBuddy came, like, it was all of a sudden just one update. TubeBuddy had all that shit and more. The YouTube studio, split testing, it, it just blew everything out of the water. So now, to answer your question, we get so caught up in the keywords and exactly how to title these videos. And then when we title our video and we want more information, we try and cram all those words into our thumbnails and our thumbnails have like 87 words in them because we're like, yeah, somebody's gonna read all this and it's gonna make them wanna click. It's really the opposite. At the end of the day, to simplify this entire thing, your keywords are your city and your suburb. I don't like doing videos of things to do in city. They get That gets taught a lot. Uh, sometimes they can get a lot of views, but honestly, it's just not something that buyers are searching. A lot of times we're focused on like just growing this YouTube channel. All we want is these views and subscribers and we want the most views right out of the gate. And so we'll do, we'll stretch and try and do some of these videos that we see on YouTube that have a lot of views and we'll leverage them for our channel to just like grow it. But I mean, I've started what, 13 YouTube channels now, 11 of them for real estate. Like the last thing I'm going to go do is the things to do in the area. I understand that the only people searching that are, are going there on vacation, right? I travel everywhere for YouTube, all over. I take my family with me. I go in for two days, I shoot 20 videos, 
And then I usually take the next three, four days and I block my life off and my family and I get to go, you know, cruise around and, and adventure. And that's when I'll go to YouTube and, and type in things to do in such area. And it's funny because I'll see real estate agents do these videos and I'm like, well, that's kind of helpful, but I'm not using it. Like never does it register in my mind like, okay, now I got to use him as my agent. I'm literally trying to figure out what the hell to do with my three kids because I'm tired of them fighting all the damn time and we need to go find something to do. So if you're talking about things to do in Irma, I'm not going to do a video of things to do in Irma. I'm doing a living in Irma, I think it was South Carolina, um, you mentioned everything you need to know. And then in that, I'm going to talk about what it's like to live there, who lives there, what are some of the things that people like doing, you know, and, and in that regard. So again, when, when you see my video titles that I've created over the past you know couple years and shooting thousands of videos, they're never coming up in TubeBuddy. Like you're not going to have seven ridiculously scary truths about living in Houston, Texas. Like ain't nobody searching that shit, but I've learned that that video title is going to get clicked. And I've been thinking about this lately a lot because thumbnails get thrown out there so much. And, um, you know, you just hear people talk, especially like <laughs> competitors, uh, Oh, thumbnails are 90 something percent. And I used to believe that, but now understanding like click through rates and truly understanding my, my audience and I, this hit me the other day too, and this is, I, you know me, I go completely off subject. My kids are 10, 7, and 2, and they'll turn on YouTube, and guess what they're looking for? A fucking thumbnail. That is it. They don't read a word. They do not look at anything else except for who's on that damn thumbnail and how bright and colorful it is. So I get the metrics of thumbnails, and yes, thumbnails are very important. But I find myself naturally gravitating towards kind of the video title first. When I search stuff in YouTube, I'm, I'm trying to find that video title that is exactly what I'm looking for, maybe has something that entices me to click, and it, and it pairs well with a good thumbnail. The thumbnail obviously has a lot to do with click-through rates, but I have talked about this for over a year plus now too. Title is so damn important, and so that's why you see a lot of my titles are so non-traditional in a way that they get people to click. Cause I do feel like anybody who can read, you know, especially our clients, you know, late twenties, but thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, whatever, they're reading that title. Um, and that's why some of these titles that we've shot or that some of the agents, you know, have come, and they just blow up and get hundreds of thousands of views or whatever. The thumbnails I look, sometimes they're atrocious, but that title, so I've started really, I don't know if I lost you there. I had a message and a phone call. Um, and I kind of got knocked off track there. Anyways, you'll notice on a lot of my last videos, especially for Hugh, that, that like I'm really kind of experimenting with um, kind of different, different titles, different ways of, of saying the title. And what I mean by that is I'm going to have like Houston, Texas in there but I'm gonna write something else that just gets people to click, you know? Like that whole avoid um, avoid moving to X city unless you can handle these five negatives. That actually, because people steal my shit and don't give me credit, I, I credit that to Craig Kuhn over in Florida. He did that video first, and I remember seeing it like, I don't know, it was like a year and a half ago, and I'm like, yo, Craig, 
he partnered with us at EXP. We're always talking. I'm like, dude, that video is killer. I'm going to try that. I'm going to steal it and, and use it. He said, steal on, man. <laughs> you know, I've used enough of your stuff. Um, and that, you know, that was one of those great ones. Just for some reason, avoid moving here. Um, it really worked. Uh, you know me. I don't like the sky is falling videos just on, on repeat. I'm a value-based guy. So to answer your question, you're going to drive yourself absolutely nuts trying to figure out these perfect titles, perfect two-buddy scores. Um, you got to just realize at the end of the day, yes, it's like living in, it's moving to um, those kind of keywords for your city. That's going to attract buyers. That's who we're after. Uh, unless you want to build a, uh, you know, a, a tourist company, then you can do some things to do in the area. You had another question on here, which is comments. You know, your question is: I have always been told for any social media, YouTube, to never delete comments. Always engage, and when they are bad leave it be or you know if i don't have anything to provide in value uh, what about comments that are inappropriate in nature that don't bring any value all right so that question's pretty long too but i guess right i know exactly what you're saying there too again we're gonna especially starting out we're going to we're gonna really overanalyze things and and i get it so i love to put myself back into kind of walk a mile in your shoes because sometimes I can state things and say, fuck it, who cares about the comments do what you want to do but I have to also realize where you guys are at you're just starting a channel you've heard some of these things said and, and you want to make sure you do everything perfect there ain't shit perfect about YouTube um, comments in fact as of lately there's always been bots but as of lately like i can't post a video without like 17 bots coming and blasting my video does it hurt or help i don't really know at the end of the day i'm really focused on my statistics and my average view durations average view time watch click through rates that kind of stuff so um i've deleted comments i've blocked people you get some serious absolute knuckleheads this world's divided you know there's half one way half the other and <laughs> we should post this shit in the group, but Jesse got a voicemail yesterday from some dude. I'm pretty sure he eats people. And it was from our Seattle channel from back when me and Jesse used to shoot the videos. And we were talking something about Issaquah. And I don't even know how he got Jesse's number because that number ain't nowhere near any of those videos. But he must have looked up Jesse, called him personally, how we've completely ruined Seattle, how he had the first homestead house or his family in Issaquah and Microsoft ruined shit. It's a minute and 48 seconds. Just tearing motherfucking us up and down about how we and Microsoft, I mean, people out there truly believe that because we're shooting these YouTube videos that we are advertising and drawing, the, we're forcing people to come live in these cities um, and this dude just berated Jesse and said, lose my number and I live in Alaska now and you ain't finding me. And dude, I've had more whack jobs than all of you combined. I've had Facebook groups against me. I mean, it's just, you can't honestly, and that's why the engagement, whether it's positive or negative, it's just, it works, right? And so when you put yourself out there by putting yourself on video, people are judging you which is why video is so fucking hard because everybody is judging you you guys are going to learn in in the book that i'm trying to get out there it's done just trying to get this company to get this shit going nobody's been affected more than me like 
I have had a lot of shit happen to me. And so I get where you guys are coming from. And that's a long way to talk about like, hey, I'm going to take this a step back. And, and I understand where you guys are coming from. Because these comments, not only are they like offensive and abrasive, it fucking hurts, man. Like sometimes these people, like real, I've had people like, I can't believe you played that song in your video. I hope your son gets a miserable death and eats the flesh of a... I'm like, what the... F- what would possess you to say that? And so, obviously, I'm going out there on the limb, but trust me, guys, I've had it all. But really, you know, the majority of your comments are going to be fine, and there's a lot of just trolls out there. And and don't worry about it. Like, your clients are not going through the comment section to see if, if somebody can persuade them about you or not. They're persuaded just by you, right? I've actually talked about some of the, me and Jesse did one one time a long time ago in Portland where I used to really study these comments all the time and engage with them and get more. And now, I mean, I don't really give a shit. I don't look at anything anymore. Every once in a while, one will catch my eye that comes up on my dashboard and I'll go look at it. But other than that, I really don't even look at these things anymore, especially once a channel's cruising. It doesn't hurt or help. Let the comments go. But I took a bunch of these crazy ones. Like I was called a lizard square-headed freak realtor one time or something. I don't, oh my God, this bug in my car. I'm driving the man van right now. I got a 12-passenger man van, and this freaking, it's like a dragonfly with no wing. This thing built like a, you hear him zip, zipping around in here? It's going to cause me to wreck. Get out of here. Got him. Someone probably thought I was just flicking a booger out the window. I just flicked this bug out the window. But uh, I read all these comments that we had um, and then, you know, when, uh, you know, Portland has its own issues and this is way before the riots or any of that shit happened or COVID. And obviously, um, it's, it's got its Portlandia vibe. And so people like to comment a lot of times of how Portland's changed and it's a liberal this and it's an anti for that. And so we started just talking about it and we did, um, like nine FAQs or something. And I actually brought the comments up on the screen Portland's a shithole, it's burning to the ground, Antifa's taking over, and so we talked about it, like, is it happening, and uh, we kind of owned it, if you want to delete comments, go delete them, I don't give a shit, it ain't gonna hurt you, uh, there's some whack-ass people out there, and what you can do is you can go into your, your settings, and you can actually block those people, because sometimes you're just gonna get these people who just come in, and they comment on everything, and they, it, honestly, it's more mental than anything, and I've been there, and I've put people and blocked them. Um, I don't really do it anymore. Like I said, I don't really look at any of them anymore. Um, and I kind of let the comments just go. And, and you guys, you have to realize that a lot of my comments, the ones that hurt me mostly, I'm, I'm pretty well discovered at this point. This fucking dude who he's a, he's, he's a lying ass piece of shit. He's, he's in Idaho. He's in Arizona. He's in Montana. Don't believe him. He's this and, and that used to hit me too, like, oh my God, my clients are going to read this, but we're getting thousands of reach outs a day. And I, and I started realizing, you know what? These people got too much damn time on their hands. If they're actually finding me, like people really moving to a market, they know what market they're moving to. And so they're really not trying to decide between Phoenix, Arizona and Bentonville, Arkansas. Like, mm, let me see. I got two spots. I'm going to throw a dart at the map here. So I think people are just kind of perusing around and they have no better time on their hands and, and, and they, 
because I've had true honest people who go, oh my God, I saw you in Montana and Idaho. That's so cool. I'm actually choosing between both. I'm glad I get to use your, your team. So that started hitting me like, okay, the people who actually find my content valuable, they're kind of jacked up that I'm in both markets, right? So um, the comments, you know, when I'm starting a new channel, I'll go on there and kind of engage to get stuff going. But really, you know, I've had channels that take six months to take off and, and I never remove a comment and I comment on everything and then I'll launch a new channel and three videos in the fucking things just erupted like a, a rocket ship and I got views coming out my ass and calls and so it's, it doesn't have to do with the with the comments at the end of the day like I've mentioned to all you guys like I'm just gonna go in I'm gonna make the best longest videos period it may take a little bit of time there's more competition as of lately and I'm going to just over time get some top ranking videos and, and, and kick ass right so um if, if there's a real if there's a comment or, or or an account that's really vulgar and, and it's getting to you just block them erase them you can hit that comment and, and block that account right there um from the comment section go ahead like it ain't gonna hurt you and yes you can go down into your settings too and, and put vulgar words in there to to if you know if youtube sees it they'll they'll look at it or, or block it but again you know this is again why i don't like those those youtube channels where it's all just the sky is falling because this is what you're you're begging for you're, you're trying to get the engagement and the and the views to go through the roof so you have to live with that 10x right and then people come there and that's all it is is just an, a, a ground for arguing instead of value-based right if a hundred percent of my topic is based off of you know, basically taking all the worst news of the day, then people move into my city don't, I don't know, unless they're negative people, unless you're a negative person and you like that, which there's plenty of those glass half empty kind of people. Um, but I, I ain't like that shit. I like happy, fun people. So I'm going to just understand that most of my clients are not going into the comment section uh, and, and making their decision based off what they read in there. I forgot to say my damn name today, but the only thing I ask from you guys is to rate this podcast, write me a review. I can't even thank you guys enough. I am overwhelmed with the emails um, in a good way of all the questions and just the praise and how much this stuff means to you. I can't even believe it for a second that this is blowing up the way it has, so I'm going to keep it going. I've got a whole list of questions to get to i'm going to try and shoot a couple a day just to get caught up because i've been moving into my new house and everybody knows how that goes it's been been something um and my continuing education is due really soon so i've been doing that oh shit um make sure you rate this podcast write a review i've had so many reach outs i have like eight calls this week with people wanting to partner with us with e, uh, exp uh, during these times when your broker's promising your leads, we're starting to realize, yeah, that shit ain't the truth. Um, I really need to surround myself with people doing big things. We may be a fit. We may not be. Um, but at least you'll know. And I think that's why the, the calls have, have spiked up too. So shoot me that email, info at jacksonwilkie.com, with your questions and more information about partnering with us. And until the next Walk and Talk, homies, we'll catch you later.